0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Paddock Perspectives. Today, we're going to go over some of the basics, some of the need-to-know information, in addition to the basics that we already did. This is (laughs) your points, penalties, and tires. All the information you're going to need so you have all the knowledge possible to go into race weekend ready to go.
1: Yeah, so with these past episodes and this one we're about to record. You should have a pretty good overview and understanding of the sport if you want to go into it as a true newcomer. It should be very interesting for you. And I think this is the perfect season for it, to be honest.
0: So let's dive in um, and talk about some points. You are not awarded points for practice or qualifying. You are only awarded points Mm -hmm. during the race. Those points are only awarded if you finish in the top 10. And those points go as follows. 10th position is 1 point, Ninth position is 2 points, 8th position is 4 points, 7th position is 6 points, 6th position is 8 points, 5th position is 10 points, 4th position is 12 points, 3rd position is 15, 2nd position is
1: 18, and 1st position is 25 points. And that happens every race that is what is allotted to finishing top 10.
0: You also get an extra point if you finish in the top 10 with the fastest lap. So there's another point that you can get there.
1: If you are to get the fastest lap in the 20 to 11th position, obviously you don't get a point.
0: And then you are also awarded points during those rare occasions where we have a sprint race. There will be five sprint races this year. The points break down as follows. They are awarded to the top eight finishers of a sprint race so again you don't get any points for practice
1: qualifying or sprint shootout also known as sprint qualifying super complicated for no reason but Anyways, sprints are dumb. I mean, you like sprints, don't you? Yes, I like them. That's a great conversation. I can't wait till the beginning of the year or at least the first sprint. I like to see them evolve because we've seen them from the original format when they they go practice, practice, no, practice, qualifying, practice, shootout, then the sprint, then the race. And now they've gotten to the format of practice, qualifying, shootout, sprint, and then the race. It has evolved into a way that I really think is interesting compared to the way that it actually began.
0: Back to the points. The points are awarded as follows for those top eight finishers. They are... 8th place gets 1 point, 7th place 2, 6th place 3, 5th place is 4, 4th place is 5 points, 3rd place is 6 points, 2nd place is 7 points, and 1st place is 8 points.
1: So if anybody really wants to understand penalties and how they work, we're going to start with warnings, which are the least harsh penalties a driver can get. For example, If a driver exceeds track limits during a race, they are given a warning. Once they earn a number of warnings, they're faced with a time penalty, and they can be from 5 to 10 normally. Mm -hmm. I haven't really seen... I I think we've seen lower than 5. I haven't seen over 10, but that's just a random comment.
0: Time penalties are served when the driver is pit, and the crews cannot work on the cars before that time penalty has been served. That would happen as the driver was pulling into pit. They pull and they stop. No part of the mechanic or their tools that they use to lift the cars up on the front can touch the car for that five seconds or 10 seconds, however long the penalty is. Once that five seconds or 10 seconds is up, that's when they can start working on the vehicle.
1: Now, in addition to those warnings and penalties that can be served in the pits or in addition to their time at the end of the race... There are reprimands, which don't happen often, and that's why we're not going to spend too much time on them, but Mm -hmm. they just, they can be things such as just black flagging where they have to hit and they're done for the race, such as causing an incident for intentional reasons, which... I don't think we have seen in recent years a real reprimand, have we?
0: No, not really. Yeah.
1: So that's just kind of reserved for if somebody were to do something that was intentional to harm somebody, which obviously when you get to this level, it doesn't happen. Most of these people have a lot of respect for the other drivers. Absolutely.
0: Then the other thing that you're going to see a lot of are grid penalties. Maybe not a lot of, but it's going to be something that you yeah, see. Yeah, it
1: happens regularly. Uh,
0: Grid penalties are usually given when drivers have engine components changed more than the times allowed. An example is Charles Leclerc suffered a 10-place grid penalty for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix for having his control electronics changed twice already when only two are permitted for the entire season. So he took a third and had a... take a 10 place grid penalty, which I think he actually qualified up at like first or second for that race and had to take a 10 place penalty,
1: which is a good example of there are so many regulations and they change very regularly. So these teams even mishap a lot of the time, this is probably not an intentional thing that happened to Charles It was miscalculation most of the time. They're trying to push the limits of the regulations because they change very often.
0: Let's talk about rubber and round shapes. Tires are the only parts of the Formula One car that actually touch the racetrack and as such serve as a crucial reference point for drivers. So Austin, who supplies tires for Formula One.
1: That would be the Italian company of Pirelli, correct? Yeah. And they've been doing that since when? 2011,
0: making a return to the sport after previous spells of involvement in the 50s, 80s, and
1: 90s. With the new regulations and specifications, Pirelli produced an all-new 18-inch tire for 2022 as a part of a sweeping change to the technical regulations.
0: With Pirelli introducing these new 18-inch tires, they also introduced some newer compounds. So we now have six compounds for these tires, ranging from a C0 to a C5. That is from hardest to softest. So C0, 1, 2 are going to be your harder, your 4 and
1: 5, your 3, 4 and 5 are going to be your softer tires. And what this means for the year is that they have these six compounds to choose from. And Pirelli is doing extensive testing to see which tires should be used in which climates. They allot three tires to each race environment. And from those three tires, you get the soft, medium, and hards for each race weekend.
0: Drivers and the team knows what tires are what, but how do we know what tires are what? The FIA made it really easy for us to understand by putting colors on things.
1: We're we're dummies.
0: Your (laughs) soft tires are going to be marked red. Your medium tires are going to be marked yellow. Your hard tires are going to be marked white. Your green tires are going to be your intermediate tires and your blue tires are going to be your full wets. The green and blue are going to be tires that you only see on wet tracks. Shanghai is one of our tracks where it rains.
1: Yeah, and there are quite a few tracks where it's just up in the air. Yeah. You know, it, it could be...
0: I think Hungary. Hungary.
1: Because that's up in a mountain. Yeah, you definitely get rain there. You can always get rain in Canada as well. Mm-hmm. And it depends on the time of year. We have Qatar last year that was... Brutal to everybody. So it was hot. so yeah. hot. So, they have determined that they need to do it at a different time of year. So, that's just a good example of it really matters what time of year and what place. So, weather plays a role in every single race.
0: So, in theory, the soft compound will offer the most amount of grip for a short period of time. So, your soft tires are going to be the ones that are going to be more ideal for qualifying. Because you're going to get the fastest laps get
1: up and up in qualifying. When you get to the medium tires, this is your tire that might have some grip and depending on where you are might be the optimal tire, but it doesn't have the distance that a hard tire would have
0: your hard compounds are going to be a more favorable option for those drivers who want to try to do like a one pit stop type of race. They want to go the distance, cover as much ground as possible with as minimal stops as possible.
1: And maybe do a different strategy than everybody else. If there's a safety car, they might get lucky. So that is just a strategy option with the tires, the weather and the track really shows you how dynamic an entire weekend can be just on a few factors. I hope you guys really enjoyed hanging out with us today and decide to do it again. Have a good one, guys.